I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Before I get into this episode, I wanted to give you an update on Meredith Consulting. I'm going to let you in on something. Coaching right now is a secret weapon. It's a great time to position yourself to move forward and to find the joy in the journey. 2020 does not need to be a total wash. My current offerings include one-on-one coaching to help you work specifically on what you want to work on. Additionally, I've created some programs that might help you out. I have the Life Audit program, which is based off of the Finding Myself podcast, Episode 2. I've also created the SIGIT Goal Setting Method to help you look at goals, identify those goals, and crush those goals. I've also developed the Uncovering Your Passions. This is something that I've talked about on the podcast many times, and I've developed a program to help you identify those passions and really clarify what they are. Recently, I've created a program called Identifying and Overcoming an Obstacle. Too many times we let obstacles stop us dead in our tracks, but when we identify them, we can figure out strategies to overcome them. Please check out my website at meredithsiget.com for more information and also, more importantly, those monthly specials. You can also find more information in the show notes today. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. Oh gosh, I got a good one here today. I am so excited. I hope that all my listeners are doing well, trying to beat the heat. Hopefully you're inside, you've got your earbuds in, listening, laying back, enjoying a cold drink because it's hot out there, people. And I got a hot one here for you. So today I have an extra special guest. Trisha, oh gosh, Trisha, my brain just blew up. Um, on your last name, help me out. Sidamire. <laughs> Sidamire, thank you. I have been saying her last name wrong in all of my promotions, and I'm trying to say it right. It's got a little flair and finesse. It does. Yes, uh, it does. Sidamire. Yeah. Yes. So that is why, because it, 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 it's different than it is spelled or it's different than it looks so you probably get this a lot I do apologize no worries at all so but I appreciate you getting it out right so that my listeners have it how are you doing today I am phenomenal thank you so much for asking how are you I am hot I wish I did a Facebook Live as I was preparing for this, and I was sharing with my Facebook community. They know that I've been uh, recording in my closet this summer just due to the family activity. And in order to get some good sound, I have to close off every vent, every way for air circulation just because sound will find its way through. So I am going to sit here in a very hot closet during our episode. So I will survive though. I will survive. <laughs> and I, and to be honest with you, I'm just like so excited. You probably see me in my seat kind of moving around because I have really been excited to have this conversation with you. So we connected through Instagram Mm-hmm. And my listeners know I create a circle of positivity. 
And these are people who are in my daily life, in my physical daily life. But also there's quite a few people that are in my social media life. They fill my social media feeds with such positivity, with wisdom, inspiration, and good challenges uh, that really help me be a better person. And your posts are amazing. And I, as I was telling my Facebook group, your smile is just the best. I don't think there's anyone who could look at you and not have a huge (laughs) smile on their face. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. No, I, I do remember that we connected on Instagram and like I was just drawn to your podcast post and like you would post little things about what you're doing in the podcast or just like, you know, inspirational or motivational little bits that, you know, I would say are also part of my circle of positivity, just things that I try to surround myself with on a daily basis. And like, we just kind of clicked from there. We yeah. both have the the coaching thing. We both have the people passion thing behind us. And so, I mean, you're, you're literally one of my favorite people on Instagram. Aww, so, you know, the Instagram, the Instagram logarithms, you know, will keep people away, but I'm glad that you consistently stay in my feed because I love your posts. Yeah. And I think one of the first times that we connected one-on-one, you were telling me about your retreat that unfortunately met the COVID curse. Yes, it did. Um, So one of the things that I offer is called the No Regrets Retreat. And it is a three-day experience filled with meditation, mindset exercises, group coaching. Um, It is in stunning, beautiful Rio Buena, Jamaica. Um, So there's obviously the sights, the sounds, and the food that's layered in. Um, You know, there's challenges, different conversations, different thought prompts, um, curriculum that I had all custom put together, custom written. And it was supposed to be in the last week of March. And it just got close to the wire. And I was like, you know, the, the safety um, of my guests, it's a small, it was a small retreat, just 12 people, um, was first and foremost. And so I did have to put the retreat on ice. Um, but, you know, I think of it as an opportunity for me to continue to refine all of the different exercises. Um, I had kind of written that uh, schedule or the, the series of events kind of based on feedback that I had gotten from my friends, some of my clients, um, and I will continue to do that. So as soon as I get the green light that we can retreat and spend and grow together, then uh, I will definitely make sure to keep you posted and would love to have you join me uh, in Jamaica. That would be perfect, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> I will agree with you on that. I can't wait for that kind of retreat, relaxation, just kind of letting it out and bringing more positive in. Yes. Yes, I agree. And like, you know, not all is lost. Because I did get to go to Jamaica twice, you know, to do all of the sourcing and making sure that every 
little detail was exactly the way that I wanted it to be. Um, so I, I did get, you know, some built-in relaxation and recharge time in for myself just as part of the planning process. Um, so I will be super, super, super excited once we get the green light so I can start letting people know because, um, I mean, talk about a transformational experience. It was, you know, kind of built on uh, my group sessions that I was doing when I, I used to host this group called People Empower, where we would get together and just brainstorm, resource share, encourage, motivate, um, you know, in different areas or different things that we had going on in each other's lives. And so I'd run those little groups and it just kind of grew from there. And so to just have the experience of like landing in Jamaica, getting your welcome kit with all the different things that have been handpicked for, from me to my guess, you know, that all ties into the different things that I had planned for the retreat. Like, I'm sure you can see how excited (laughs) I am. I'm like, oh my gosh, this this is going to be amazing. Um, So definitely something on my bright spot, you know, on my to-do list or things coming down the pipeline that I am super, super, super excited about. And you know, just hoping everybody gets through this period of quarantine safely so that, you know, we can do some of those things that we enjoy doing. Um, I I know for sure that being able to gather in that kind of space internationally, um, you know, I will hold so much dear, so much closer to me, just knowing that, you know, I did have to put off this one and that we haven't been able to gather like this. And so I'm sure people will be like, this crazy (laughs) retreat coach is hugging everybody. Like what's wrong with her? (laughs) But I, like, I don't know about you, but during this time, it has given me the opportunity to look at my perspective on life, the big things and the little things, Mm -hmm. and really to Mm -hmm. appreciate even the littlest things because I don't know if I'm necessarily going to have them tomorrow. I mean, everyone talked about going to the grocery store. Uh, Maybe it was kind of a chore before, but now it has turned into almost a luxury Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just looking at things differently. So ha- hugging people that aren't within your household. Yep. <laughs> Top of my list. <laughs> so while you were describing the retreat, I was trying to put myself in that place of getting off of the plane in such a, an exotic place. Usually like for me, it's conferences that I go to when I travel and very kind of business oriented, you know, wearing the right clothes, making sure I have all the right office supplies. I've got all my cords. I know what my schedule is. Um, But going to Jamaica for a retreat of positivity and meditation and mindfulness, oh, that just takes on a whole different (laughs) tone and sign me up. Yeah, you know, I I definitely think it's something that you should sign up for. And, you know, I also have gone to tons of conferences. So we chatted about this a little bit before, but my background is in human resources. So I've been on both sides of either a conference or different types of career fairs. And so like, I do know the very rigid schedules and like, I get all of the reasons behind that, you know, because it's, 
you got to get a bunch of stuff done in a short amount of time. I understand that. But I also understand, you know, you don't want to come to Jamaica and then not be able to experience, you know, some of the the island vibe and get to see some of the things that you're interested in. Um, But I also know that sometimes international travel for some can be uh, a little nerve wracking, especially if you've never been to Jamaica. And so like I tried to take into consideration the best of both worlds. And so uh, a little bit more of a sneak peek for, for your listeners who might be interested in this retreat. Um, but, you know, you get there, you get your welcome pack, you get some time to settle down into your room. You know, I'm a person that as soon as I get somewhere, I'm going to be for more than like a night or two. I like to unpack my things and, you know, put my stuff next to the sink and just, you know, kind of make it a little bit more home for me. And then we we get to have a welcome party. And so it's really an opportunity to meet a lay of the land, uh, you know, where we're going to be over the next couple of days um, and to just kind of start things, you know, in more of a relaxed way. And then, you know, obviously I cap things off at a certain time so that people are energized for our morning activities and our morning sessions. But um, there there's lots of fun that's built in because I, I want it to be an experience. I have come home from many a conference and I'm talking to my husband. And I'm like, oh, that was a rough three day. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't want it to be that way. You know, the, the point of the retreat is to be able to focus on your personal growth journey. You know, per, it's a personal development retreat. And you know, I, I kind of think sometimes personal development kind of has a, a bad rap around it, um, kind of this, this heaviness, which I'm not saying that I don't understand it, I get it, um, but personal development can be fun, like having aha moments about yourself oh, yeah. that is going to allow you to create the kind of life that you want for yourself, your partner, your children, family and friends, like that can be a fun journey. It can be an exciting journey. And like, while some of the work to get to that point, you know, there might be the heavy conversations or the realizations about yourself where you're like, Hey, there are things about me that I would like to change. I don't think it has to be so, you know, doom and gloom. There are several people that are working on themselves. And if you can come together, be able to have some support around, Hey, this is where I want to go. I kind of have an idea or I don't have an idea at all about how to get there and to be able to have my support who has a longstanding background in, in doing this kind of work, as well as other people who are in different spaces in their journeys, I, I think is just the most beautiful experience. You know, I think of it like myself as a coach. I so enjoy meeting other coaches and being able to learn from them, being able to talk, talk shop, you know, uh, <laughs> about what's going on in the coaching space. Uh, but then when someone else reaches out to me who is newer on their journey, you kind of get the, oh, wow, I, I do know a lot more than I think, yeah. or, you know, I have, it has been one hell of a ride and the, the experiences that I have can benefit someone so you have all of that going on in this group dynamic um, when you're you're focusing on personal development you have people who are like you know I didn't think I was making much progress in this professional development journey of mine but I've, I've come a lot longer than I think and so like you you leave the experience feeling supported you leave feeling energized you leave feeling refreshed oh yeah with like you know this new energized viewpoint and, and just this feeling of 
you know, I wasn't sure what it is that I wanted to change, or I had ideas around what I wanted to change. And this retreat, I'm going to use it as a time to do the work. And then I'm going to get home, newly vacationed, <laughs> newly vacationed. And I'm going to, I'm going to put the work in so that I'm able to live the life that I, I want to. Um, so I just get so excited about like talking about it and, you know, having it come together. Like I'm, I'm an emotional person. So I already know that there are going to be tears and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> lots of laughter. Um, I, I just think it, it's going to be the most beautiful experience because I've seen this kind of energy in some of my small groups. And so to be able to come out of group, do some experiences, we're going through this experience together and to be able to you know grow have a good time bond make new connections uh, to to foster the support you know along your journey as you continue to move forward <sighs> yeah. I'm so excited about it <laughs> And for my listeners, if you um, listen to the episode Self-Care for Doers and Dreamers, this is one of the ways for self-care, but it will also push you forward. It will get you in a good mindset to do and dream and go forward and really achieve what you want, but you'll also be filling your cup. And that's yeah. what's awesome. It's kind of like a double duty, but yeah. like I, I double duty makes it sound like a heck of a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> but this is different kind of work. It is such, you know, warm, fuzzy, ooey gooey, love what you're doing, smile on your face work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to end the excitement to wanting to work on yourself. Like it's, it shouldn't be that for you to say, Hey, you know, this is what I want to accomplish. I'm going to have a great time doing it because it, it's a continuous journey. It's not something that you're going to work on for one weekend and right. be done. And so I think the more positive feelings, positive vibe around it, I think the further it's going to carry you. Yeah. So when you hit those rough spots, you have a little steam behind you to keep Ooh, you going. Yes. Yes. And also, you build those connections with people. So mm-hmm. it's maybe like, hey, I got to hit Trisha up. Uh, my motivation is really low or I've hit some stumbling blocks. I'm not sure how to get through it. I need Trisha's smile to like just give <laughs> me the energy to, to climb that mountain. Whatever yeah. it may be, you know, sometimes you've got to take that breath and be mm-hmm. with that energy to then get that push to go forward again. So that's where like retreats, when you have those types of experiences with other people, you build those bonds and coming back to them is great too. Yep. I agree. So be on the lookout for more about the No Regrets Retreat. (laughs) Okay. So Trisha, you have to give my listeners all the information when it comes out. I will publish. I will put it in the Facebook group because that I think is totally awesome. But I will do. The whole reason we're here today, we really got into the retreat stuff because I think we like (laughs) that. But another great thing that my listeners can get right now is your book. So it's not just we have to wait for Trisha. We can get some of Trisha now. (laughs) So you wrote a book. And this is, you know, this is something that I, when I was talking to you, gosh, that was, I think, the end of May. We chatted a little bit about, and I was like, I'm getting the book now. I ordered it, like, within (laughs) minutes of getting off the phone with you. 
I, I'm just kind of curious because I do have a lot of listeners out there who have talked to me about writing a book. And mm-hmm. a lot of it is the hesitation, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I, I titled this podcast, You Have No Business Writing a Book, because that's what a lot of people think. And that's what people told you. Mm-hmm. That, yes. Uh, <laughs> happy to share all the ins and outs uh, about the book. Um, and it's it's funny that you mentioned the hesitation. So on my YouTube channel this month, I've been focusing on taking the leap. Right. And yes, taking the leap. What are the thoughts that you have right before taking the leap and what that kind of looks like so that we can kind of normalize some of the, okay, I think I have some hesitations, reservations, but this is normal. These are some of the things some other people have done before taking the leap. And that, you know, if you have it in your mind to write a book, you know, if writing the book is, is what it means for you, um, then you can, like, it's perfectly normal and that there are people that will come together to encourage you and support you as you are taking this new journey down, whether it's publishing a book or, or what have you. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of people that were like, you're what, what, do, why are you writing a book? Like, <laughs> what are you writing a book about? And so, you know, I would, I would let them know um, kind of what my ideas were and they'd be like, huh? Okay. Well, you keep me posted about that. Like, Oh, that's really cute. Like, <laughs> Good on you, Trisha. And I, I honestly think for a lot of people that thought that that conversation was the last okay. thing that they would hear about said book. And um, it, it has been a roller coaster. I have learned so much about the uh, publishing process. And, you know, I'm just filled with pride every single time I walk past my book because like, I remember I started kind of jotting this thing down, this thing that is now a whole book (laughs) on a napkin. And now it is an actual book and people will reach out to me and say, Hey, Trisha, I read your book. And this it's just given me a brand new way of thinking, or I, I couldn't put my finger on what I was feeling, but you help me figure it out. Um, Another fun thing that I get when people read the book is either if you've met me before getting the book, you're like, oh, I read your book. And Trisha, it sounds just like you (laughs) or vice versa. They'll get the book and say, and then they'll hear me. And I'm like, wow, this person sounds just like she does in the book. And I'm like, yes, it's, I'm a real Talking and talking individual. Um, and so I, I, I love that kind of feedback. I'll just start from the beginning. And Please if you do. don't mind, I'll just kind yeah. of share what the, the process was um, and on this journey. So yeah. as I mentioned, my, my background is in HR and I worked with university recruiting students for a really long time. Um, and they were having challenges or trouble making decisions for themselves at the end of graduation um, because they kind of felt like, hey, this is my major. This has been the things that I've been a part of. So these are the only options that I have mm. post-graduation. Um, that coupled with the the permanence, you know, at that age where you're like, okay, this is the job that I'm taking. I'm going to retire here, which <laughs> 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 Which is 
a little bit less of the reality now. Um, but you know, I, I was having so many conversations with my candidates and this is like sophomores all the way through masters and MBA grads. And they were having a lot of the same threads in the conversation. So, you know, I've been talking with them about making these decisions, but also talking with my girlfriends about, Hey, you know, we've been in the workforce for a while. Um, not really sure what I want to do with my career. But again, because this is the background that I have, these are the the things and the experiences I have. There's only a a small, finite um, group of options to choose from. And all of that resonated with my own personal journey from almost 10 years previous of when I changed my nursing major to communication. And like, just the process of like, my parents were not very happy that I was leaving my very um, solid or uh, sure thing career as a nurse to go and chase commercials, which they just were like, I, Trisha, I really don't know what you're doing, but you do you, girl. (laughs) And so, you know, that was the first time I felt bad making a decision that was based on what I knew was a good fit for me. And I I was seeing a lot of those parallels in those conversations with my candidates, in those conversations with my girlfriends. It's like, Hey, you know, I want to do this, but I'm bound by A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And so I was like, well, maybe they're just not thinking about this openly. You know, they, you can only kind of operate with something where you have a scope right? You don't know what you don't know. Right. Um, And so my initial objective was to put together just a little snapshot, like a little checklist, because I am a checklist girl. That's how (laughs) I run my life is through a checklist. Um, I was like, let me just put out maybe a checklist to kind of help them think through this. And so, you know, my first draft iteration was this little checklist. And so like, as I was reviewing it and just kind of thinking through how somebody would take this checklist and implement it for themselves, I was like, oh, this, this has got to be more than a a checklist. Like this is now, how do I expand this? And so I was like, okay, there's, you know, these threads I want, I want to talk about. There's these topics that are part of the decision-making process. And then it's like, it's not just making the decision once. It's like all of the stuff that happens after the decision, I was like, I got, I got to touch on all of this stuff. And so then I had now this outline. Yeah. Now I have this bigger outline of what it is that I want to include. Um, and I was like, well, what is the easiest way for me to get this to people where they wouldn't necessarily need to have access to me all the time, but if they had questions, they, you know, could find me and we can have a conversation, um, around this. And so I just got on the Googler and (laughs) like literally Googled like how to publish a book and would take down just like pages and pages and pages of notes. I remember I would spend time on like authors forums. I was reaching out to a lot of um, self-publishing, self-publishers looking into the different types of, of publishing and just kind of figuring out, okay, 
I, I understand this. I like this. I'm going to put this in my pocket or I don't know what this really means. So I'm going to put this on a hold stack and then, you know, do some dig, uh, deeper diving into that a little bit later on. And so, you know, when people reach out to me and ask, how do I get started? It's really, okay, this is all the stuff that you need to do because having some of that insight and I started would have been great. And so now, and I'm hoping that it's able to, you know, help someone get a little further along, um, but also show them that it is absolutely possible. Like if you have an idea, if you have a story, if you have something that you think could impact just one person, then, you know, do it. I, I encourage you to do it. And, you know, publishing, a book while it is a process, it has been so absolutely rewarding for me. Um, so yeah, I, I put all of my research together and then kind of put it on ice. I was like, Trisha, you're doing a lot of research. You need to finish writing this book. And so, you know, now I'll talk a little bit about the writing process. Okay. So I started with this napkin um, and kind of this checklist and I would run into periods of time where I was like, I have nothing to say. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what I should be saying right here. Or I would do an entire, you know, page or section of the book. And then I'd, I'd go back and read it and say, oh, I don't, I don't like that at all. And I would, you know, I'm old school. So I still write things in, in a book. Um, and I would tear it up and say, okay, I'm going to, start over. Uh, pro tip, or one of the things that I have since learned is if you don't like your draft, don't, don't tear it up. <laughs> Just put it to the side because, you know, pouring yourself into your writing, sometimes there's nuggets that you don't, yeah. the, the whole picture is not clear at that time. And so you could be reviewing something and say, oh, you know, actually I wrote this in a way that I really actually liked it was in a previous draft, you can go back and not have to recreate that same energy or that same space that you were in when you maybe, you know, wrote that particular section. Um, and so it took me about uh, a year to write the book, <coughs> excuse me, um, and I picked up the book and put it down and picked up the book and put it down and did a little bit of research and then talked to people about it, talked to my husband a bunch. And I was like, you know, I, I'm not crazy for wanting to do this. Am I like, what am I, am I good here? And, you know, battled all of the imposter syndrome. Oh, and gosh. The, you know, I'm, I don't have a professional writing background. Like, what does all of this mean? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and like literally took it day by day. Um, as I mentioned, I'm a checklist person. So I'm very driven by, you know, metrics and progress. And I, I think this was one of those things where I had to put my checklist and my metrics for my own governing aside, you know, because I think part of the writing process, which is why you hear so many authors say, oh, it took me, you know, however long to finish this book is because you don't want to just rush something and put it out there for the sake of putting it out there. Um, you know, I now have this book that can be bought on Amazon or my website or, you know, a brick and mortar store that has my name and my face yep. <laughs> on the back. It's so <laughs> your beautiful smile. <laughs> Thank you. And so, you know, I wanted to make sure that I was putting out something that I was going to be 
proud of. And so, you know, I didn't want to say, well, Trisha, you have to have this done by November 30th. You know, I wanted it to be okay, Trisha, November 30th, where are you with things? And if you aren't where you want to be, why aren't you like what exactly is in the way maybe think of it you know in a different way instead of you're not meeting a deadline maybe it's hey maybe you feel like you don't have enough information in this space and that's exactly what I, I i would do i would you know either reach out to previous candidates that i had worked with and was like hey i just want to pressure check something with you um or my really good friend kendra she I call her my dummy client because she has literally been with me from the very beginning of, of my, my journey into writing and to coaching and how my business has expanded over time. You know, I would say, Hey, I, I just finished a chapter and this is a chapter with exercises. So there's homework. Um, I know you're busy with your, your full-time job and your life, but can you review this for me and give me your feedback? And, you know, she, she would. And so I would take all of that information and then put it back into um, my writing process until I felt comfortable and felt, you know, happy with what, with what I had written. Um, a really interesting part of things is as I got closer to my book, it was like a, oh, oh crap. Like this is, this is happening. Um, <laughs> you are almost it's almost time. And so like, it was almost like everything was coming to a head, like all of the research that I had done in the beginning. Now I have this manuscript. I remember sending off my very first completed copy to my editor. And I was just like, oh, she's going to tear it up. Like she's going to send it back and it's just going to be the title and my name. And I'm going to have to start all the way over. Um, and, you know, it wasn't that. Did I need to take feedback and, you know, constructive criticism? Absolutely. Because, you know, in working with that editor, she also knew that my end goal was to put out something that could help, you know, as I was talking about my, my interns and my girlfriends who were in this space of not really knowing how to make that pivot or change, right. you know, she very much understood that and we were very much in alignment there. And so, you know, when she would give me feedback, I knew that it was coming from a positive place. Um, and it was part of the greater mission that, that I was trying to, um, I just remember that process and like having my friends read my earlier drafts as I was in the revision process, just being like, oh, okay, these people that are, are people that I, that love me. So they're going to be nice to me. And every single time, you know, I would finish a round of revisions. I was just like, oh gosh, I, I hope people understand where I'm coming from with this book. Um, I hope they understand that this is coming from an absolutely good place. Like this is me trying to help people that I might not be able to get in front of, um, but would hope that it helps them have the life that they, they want. And so, I mean, when I was just getting ready to start the book, I was in a place where I was like, I really love my job. Like I really love how my career has progressed. I love the life that I'm living. And I know that so many people are not in that space um, who would like to move 
towards that. And so, you know, that's kind of how everything came came together. Um, and so we went through the, the first round of, of revisions with one editor. And then it was like, okay, now it's the juicy part of it. Um, what do I want to name my Ooh. book? <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah, you know, when I, back when it was a checklist, I, uh, I was at brunch with my girlfriends and we were talking about, you know, this career transition and like where I had been in my career when I needed to make a pivot. And we were just kind of recanting stories. And I was like, you know, at some point you just have to be like, I'm sick of this shit. Like (laughs) I have had it. I am done with this. Like, I don't know what it's going to look like exactly, but I know that I can't be where I am anymore. And so like, I knew that that was the sentiment that I wanted to, to have with naming the book that, um, but when it came down to submitting it to the publisher, I was like, I can't put a, I can't put a curse word in my book. My mom is Catholic. Like, <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> we've had conversations about it um you know I was like what if a church group wants me to to come and talk about my book which the meat of the book is very relevant and could have a great impact I was like what if they don't want to talk to me because of this and I I went back and forth and changed the book name to I think I had almost seven different titles and I just ended up going back to kind of what I was telling people to do in the book, which is to, to own it. Like, this is, this is what I want to put out. This is how I want to put this out. Um, so I, this is me owning it and moving forward in the direction, um, that feels like it's the natural path for me to go on. And so, uh, is putting shit in the title of your book natural for some, maybe not, but it was definitely, uh, what I was trying to convey. And I remember the publisher was like, okay, we just want to make sure, you know, we do have people who put swear words in their book, uh, titles. Um, but if you change it, we're going to charge you. And I was like, I looked over at my husband. I was like, okay, final answer. (laughs) It was funny. I think it was two weeks ago. I was working with a coaching client and essentially he was saying, I'm sick of this shit. And I said, Oh, and I grabbed the book and I'm like, someone else agrees. (laughs) I said, I got a book for you. So, yeah, so I had an opportunity to talk to him about your book and, and that. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, we, we started the publishing process um, with a name. And then, I mean, we talked detail down to the, the weight of the paper, down to what kind of binding do you want? Um how do you want the, the borders? Do you want bleed edges? Like just the level of detail. Like anyone who reads books, it, we don't think about these kinds of things. You're, you're just picking it up for the information and that's it. And so like going yeah. through this process of learning all of the different decisions that need to be made in order to bring a book to the shelf, um, it, was, it was really cool. So, you know, picking uh, the paper and the color and all of that, I think probably 
the most fun was picking the graphics for the front of my book, um, which is an <laughs> empty toilet paper roll. And so like, you know, people who know me, who have relationships with me uh, personally know that I'm, I'm a super jovial person. Like I love to crack a good joke, even if I'm the only one who's laughing at it and I'm okay with that at this point in my life. Um, and so it was kind of an opportunity for me to be a little tongue in cheek. Um, and for people who know me, they're like, that's, that's authentically Trish. <laughs> I, this is a it's cover. This is the funniest thing. This is a cover though, that makes you go, what's this book about? Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> personally I don't I don't find it offensive I find it intriguing like hold on a minute I've said this sentence you know so someone else feels this way too let me check it out yep yeah yeah no so I that's I how that that all came together yeah. um and I would get questions a lot after uh the book was released um about why it's not an ebook. So people are looking to check okay. it out. It's a hardcover book. And you guys heard me mention that I still like to write things down. There's just something about the process of writing something down that helps you commit things to, to memory. Um, but I'm also all about being able to create different experiences and taking people through a process. And so the way that the book is, is outlined, um, it starts with different thought prompts to kind of help the juices flow. It, it has some gratitude uh, pieces in there to help open your mind and help you make decisions from a place of abundance. Um, and then there's also information in the back for, for you to just kind of take notes and, and journal. Like I, journaling is a big part of, of my life. It's something that I recommend to all of my clients as far as like just keeping kind of a record of, of what you have going on for lots of reasons. It's a way to release things when maybe you don't have someone that you feel like you can talk to. It's a way to put ideas down on paper. So maybe you want to go back and look at those another time. Um, but it's also a really good way for you to pinpoint, hey, these are the things that I'm doing in my life. And these things are working. And so next time you have, you know, a situation or a transition in your life, you know, you have a, a document, you have some record keeping that you've done, like, okay, the last time I was kind of in this crazy space, um, these are some of the things that I did. And these are some of the thoughts that I had. And it's a journey, right? Your life is a journey. So you could be at a crossroad another time, instead of being necessarily sick of the shit, maybe you're starting it mildly annoyed because you have this, you know, this tool in your, your toolkit to yes. help you move past where it is that you, you know, you might be stuck. Um, well, so you, that's how the book is, is you, outlined. And, you know, if you end up going through the book and you're like, Hey, I'm at a place where I feel good. Like I am moving towards self-actualization and living in fulfillment. And you, you might come across someone who is not in that space and you can say, Hey, you know, these are some of the things that I did. Check out this book to help you kind of get over that hump. And so I was very intentional about, I mean, every single thing in the book, how it's set up. Um, there are different quotes that, you know, uh, end and mark different sections yeah. to kind of help you keep those things in your head as you're working through or having conversations. Like the book, it doesn't look super big, but the point or how the book is supposed to be worked through is for you to read a little bit here, talk to a friend about, 
read a little bit here, think of your notes together because you, you want to be able to be able to put some kind of plan of action in place for yourself by the time that you have completed the book. So there's my, my success formula, my action acronym where I break it down. Hey, these are the things that you would need to do um, so that you can come out of the book feeling like, okay, I have next steps because there have been so many times where I've read something or I've attended a seminar and I finished and it's like, oh, Okay, got it. Understand. Yep, all of that makes sense. How do I apply this to my life? The life that I'm living? <laughs> How do I do this? What does this look like? And so um, I was very intentional with every little thing in, in the book. And now being on the other side of, you know, publishing the book, um, I'm working on my second book. So Woo! that's really exciting because I'm not starting from scratch. Like I already have a, a base and now I'm, I'm throwing my vegetables in there. I'm throwing all of my things in there and making this new, this new book happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, the book has done really, really well. It's sold in 12 countries. And so like, I'm like, who knows me in 12 countries? <laughs> who are you people and like luckily people reach out and say hey I found your book or someone told me to check out your book and you know very often I I think of that brunch when I was with my girlfriends I I think of I still have the little you know napkin the little checklist that it started off and now I'm having a conversation with Meredith and she's holding a copy of my book in her hand and so um you know, just going from, from that, it's like, I, I can do anything. I, I yeah. did my research. I put in, put together a plan for myself. And I mean, that's, that's the formula that I can use, you know, for, for anything, um, but also share the information and my journey and where, you know, I, I could have saved time or, you know, things like that with other people who are just on the cusp of doing it. I mean, I, I think is a, a even bigger reward because I mean, so many people have different stories to tell um, and you never know when your story or your spin can connect with that one person who has maybe been having trouble connecting or, you know, isn't taking in the information or because they don't feel like they can relate to that person. Your story could be the, the thing that says, I am seen, I, I feel heard. Um, I, you know, can do what I, I want to do with my life. And, um, you know, that there are people that are in your corner rooting for you. Some of them, you don't even know, you could just tell from the pages right. in, in their book. And so anybody who is looking to write a book, I am wholeheartedly telling you to go for it. Um, I will be rooting and cheering for you every step of the way. It is, you know, it's a labor of love. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say that it's not work and that there wasn't um, frustrations like with myself or frustrations when I thought things should be moving quicker than, you know, maybe there were or having to rewrite something. You know, I, I went through all of those things, but the the outcome, the final from all of that, you know, over the course of about 16 months, I mean, is like something that I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. And so it's just been um, an incredibly special part of, of my journey. Um, and it fits into, you know, kind of my, my overall 
mission to help people find balance in both career and life and to help someone move towards fulfillment and and move towards self-actualization. Um, you know, for me, that's how it fits into, to my overall business and just grateful for, for the opportunity and that people connect and receive the information that I've put together, uh, in a positive way. I loved your book. I think it was very easy to understand, very relatable because sometimes you get self-help books and they're talking about these things that are so above you or I'll, I use the words like hippy dippy trippy with my listeners so they understand <laughs> it. But this was so down to earth relatable. It made so much sense. The homework worksheet kind of um, exercise that we did really did make you think and I'm going to be very honest with you you know sometimes you're asked these questions and list five and you're like oh gosh I've got one how do I come up with five here you've got three and I was easily able to come up with three answers the the questions weren't so far out where I was like oh god do I really have to do this I I mean it, it really just kind of flowed and I think you prepared the reader to go there before the questions were asked. And I think this book is for everyone because I like, I really took to the, towards the end of the book, um, the brace yourself, you're making progress was like my chapter. And (laughs) you, you used the words growing pains which I like marked up because the, the context really was like an aha moment. Of course, we know what growing pains are, mm-hmm. but when you're on your journey and you make that progress and then you're like, oh, crap, what I get myself into, should I really be doing this? Can I really do it? Those are growing pains. Mm-hmm. You've grown and then you're like, Oh, no, I didn't realize this. (laughs) Like, I didn't know this was going to look like this. (laughs) Yeah. And you start to reflect and then you get a little scared. You get a little hesitant. Mm -hmm. But that was you taking, I'm going to use your words, the leap. Yeah. Out of the comfort zone. You made that growth happen. You're in your growth zone. And your comfort zone is going to come gobble that up. It's going to feel more comfortable as you sit there in that growth zone a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So that, like that chapter I have just marked up um, <laughs> and, you know, like don't run from the space of the unknown. Brace for yeah. landing and finesse the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like how you can't even say that without getting jazzed. <laughs> exactly. Onward and upward. <laughs> So, like, it is it is one of those books where you just take it in and, you know, as you said, to motivate people, you know, you have the quote, don't underestimate yourself. You are capable of more than you can ever imagine by Les Brown. Mm-hmm. That That's great for us to keep hearing. That's a mantra. That's, yep. you know, reminder. But I do have to add in here, the best quote that you have, I have to, you, you have a section of quotes, 
and I just have to mention it. The best quote is, heaven helps those who help themselves. <laughs> By your mom. That's the very first quote that you have in your quote section. I love that mom got in the book. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've just taken so much from my mom and just as I've been going on my own journey and trying to better understand myself and better understand, you know, some of the whys of how I do things or why I like certain things. And um, that quote always stuck out, uh, whether it was something that I was trying to accomplish. And, you know, I try not to drop mom quotes on my, my clients, but sometimes, sometimes I must. Yes. <laughs> and heaven help those who help themselves, like as someone who wants people to win. Um, it is my life's mission to help people win. Um, I also have to remember that I will not be able to help everybody win just because of my desire for them to want to win right. um, or my desire, you know, for them to win. They have to do the work themselves. Just like if you purchased a copy of I'm sick of this shit, which you should on my website, <laughs> um, you know, picking up the book is just part of the process. It's the, I would say the first process, the second process is going to be reading the doggone book. Um, and then the third is actually doing the exercises in the book. And then the follow-up maintenance afterwards. So heaven help those who help themselves um, has been something that I heard my entire life. <laughs> and I think it kind of eased the uh, <laughs> tension after my mom saw the front of the book and she was like going through it and reading it. And she was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I made it in the book. A thing or two did stick, and I'm like, it did. Yeah, I I like your book, too. As you were saying, just to kind of reiterate, that this is not a book that you read once and you put down. I mean, you even say in here in the chapter, what now? Um, don't put it on the bookshelf and let dust bunnies make it their home. Keep it in sight. Use it as a reference, as a journal, and as a source of encouragement. Highlight it. Reread various quotes and turn them into mantras. Like that really, this book is one of those to refer back to. It does have more area in the back to continue doing your action exercises. Because mm -hmm. as my listeners know, we are evolving beings that yeah. things change, we change. And so we're going to have new goals, new dreams. And yeah. this book is going to continue as a process to help you achieve what you want to live as you're changing. So, yeah. it, yes, I think it's a great book for everyone to kind of pick up. I, I'm just going to kind of push that, you know, if you know someone in your life that is maybe struggling to find a path, or just needs that guidance of staying on that path and moving forward, this would be a great book to gift them. And I will tell my listeners, I will be doing a giveaway in my Facebook community for Trisha's book. So check out the Yay. Facebook community, the Finding Myself podcast Facebook community, and you can have a chance to win a copy of Trisha's book. 
Oh, Trisha, thank you so much for uh, chatting with us, giving us some insight on the book creating process. I know there is so much more that we could go into on detail. And yeah. um, if anyone does have any questions, Trisha, where can they find you? Yes, absolutely. Um, so my website is trishasitamire.com. There you can learn all about me and my career consulting and fulfillment coaching business, Control-Alt-Delete. Uh, that stands for Take Control of Your Future, Alter Your Mindset, and Delete All Doubt. I'm on Facebook at trishasitamire.com. I'm also on Instagram at trishasitamire. And then I have a LinkedIn page, which is trishasitamire.com dash.com. So uh, you can find all of those things if you just go directly to my website. Um, and then I also have a YouTube channel where I tackle a variety of different things, um, lots of interesting personal development conversations. And so, as I mentioned earlier, I've been talking about taking the leap. Uh, but if you go to my website, you can click on the YouTube button and it'll take you straight over there. So make sure you subscribe and like and share and comment um, if you feel so moved to do so. Um, but I look forward to, to hearing from you guys. And if you guys have any questions, I am an open book. I wrap up all of my um, episodes. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or emotional outbursts, I am down to hear them. I want to talk about them. And I look forward to, to connecting with you guys soon. Um, and in the meantime, onward and upward. Yeah, and I will put all of that information in the show notes, and I will continue to put some of Trisha's information into the Facebook group. Uh, so if you're looking for anything specific, just let us know. Well, thank you very much, Trisha. I so appreciate you being here, and I loved hearing everything uh, about the book and how you got here, and you got to the title of the book because I know it's relatable. We all get it. <laughs> if you've been there, when you're there and you're like, I'm sick of this shit, yeah. you're ready for the change. But if you're just like, meh, not a great day, you're you're less likely to make, you know, the radical change that you need to in order to live the life that you want. So, Ooh, so, so well said. So well said. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to sign off for today and I will see you guys again. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time. As you were talking about the retreat, I was thinking, you know, some a, a lot of times you go to conferences mm -hmm. away from um, the house. Poopy, mommy. Poopy, got poopy. Daddy's going to have to help you. Close the door. Close the door. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I'll cut this all out. Okay. Yeah, four-year-old who still can't um, wipe himself. And my oh. husband hasn't finished his work call yet.
Oh, got it, got it. Okay. (laughs) What are you doing? Oh, okay, now I know what you're saying. So he was telling me before he went to the bathroom so he wouldn't be screaming for me from the bathroom. Uh, (laughs) And he was like, maybe I'll just politely go and ask. (laughs) Like, okay, i got to give that to you. Yeah. (laughs) Benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 